Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I will walk 500 miles and I will walk 500 more if it means that I have an excuse to get out of recording this podcast. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. You know, I didn't believe you because you didn't do the full accent. Like, oh, I'm I, I mean, okay, okay, okay. Let, let me let me demonstrate a little better. Hey, yo, it's gonna walk 500 miles. God damn it! I walked right into that one. Uh, <laughs> so what are we doing this week, Sean? Uh, aside from offending the people of Boston. Uh, this week, Remington, uh, I've actually got a special episode planned. Oh, perfect. A, a lovely special episode. Yeah, and don't just because we did a special episode last week doesn't mean we can't have two special episodes in a row, Remington. I don't know. Some might say it makes you feel a bit less special. <laughs> well, you really shouldn't say that. <laughs> Especially considering I'm not the one who chose this episode. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. This is a very special... Wait, it depends, I guess, who. <laughs> if it's one of our listeners, quite special. Um, If it's Dylan? If, if it's Dylan, probably not that special. Um, probably <laughs> worry, worrying more than anything. What if it, what if it was your girlfriend? Um, Also worrying. Uh, <laughs> her tastes do not align with mine. <laughs> they kind of align with mine, though. Yeah, that doesn't help me at all. No, I mean... That way you'd have some mutual uh, interest, you know? Your girlfriend's into a thing. Aren't you supposed to compromise when you're in a relationship, Remington? I do that all the time with you. Wait, so is, is this some, like, bullshit because you are close to my girlfriend, then you are my girlfriend? Like, what the fuck is this bullshit? <laughs> Didn't Look, learn this rule by association in math classes. This, is, this seems like I've horseshit. been watching a lot of dark anime lately, and those yandere's really spoke to me, Remington. <laughs> Okay, okay, so so uh, who who suggested this anime, and what the fuck is this anime? Well, Remington, it's been a hot minute since we did this, so I figured uh, it was about time for a Patreon-voted episode. Oh, okay, okay, um, hmm, do, listen, to our <laughs> lovely patrons, it's not that I don't trust you, it's that I don't trust the man giving you the choices. <laughs> <laughs> Remington, I'm hurt. Do you really think that I would give a list of five god-awful choices and make them choose the worst of the evils and make it seem like the patrons are the evil ones? Yeah, that sounds about par for the course. <laughs> I could have done that. Maybe I should do that later. That's not a bad idea. Because, you know, it's been a long time since we've done a patron-voted episode, and I... Too long, honestly. We should really treat our patrons with more love and respect that they deserve. Uh, because they make us say so many strange things at the end of the show every week. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but no, no. Uh, this time around, Remington, I actually gave them five very different choices. Because I figured, hey, if I'm going to do a patron-voted episode, I should do a nice mix of a bunch of different things and see what 
you know, the consensus is as to what they'd be wanting to listen to. After all, because the best part of a voted on episode is, you know, seeing the thing you want to see the most. Sure. <sighs> Sorry, hold on. <sighs> Fuck, I don't know what that was. <laughs> He's something, dying. Some demon trying to escape my body or something. Hold on. Ooh. Uh, and so, Remington, I gave them five options. Five very different options. Uh, I gave them a couple that have been highly requested. A couple that have been, you know, we've done before. Some revisits in the mix. And yep. I did one that I preemptively guessed we're going to get a lot of requests for. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, brand new this season. Barely two episodes are out at this point, if I'm not mistaken. So... You know, by the time uh, this gets fish, uh, put out, all three episodes should be out, hopefully. So uh, a good broad array of options for yep. our patrons. Yep. And uh, we ended up getting about 65 votes, give or take. Hell yeah. So, you know, very good participation, guys. I really appreciate that. And the options are a little interesting, I would say. Oh, uh, I'm going to, I'll tell you what they are. And I also want you to guess which one we think we're going to cover. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh. Because you will have at least heard of most of these. Oh, shit. Yes. Th there's only one I guarantee you have not heard of. Uh, the first one is the remastered re new version of Fruits Basket. All right. That one did not win. What makes you say 100%. that? 100%. I'm, I'm just confident. Well, I think there's interest in that, but I don't think people are clamoring for it. Huh. I mean, it has gotten a lot of email requests, especially since we did our first episode on the original Fruits Basket series. Nope, locked in, not that one. Not that one. Okay, well, fine by me. All right. The next one is one that I've hinted at several times, uh, and that would be Jujutsu Kaisen. Never heard of it. Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the thing is, Remington, you have heard of it. I've oh, mentioned it multiple times on this goddamn show since it first started airing. Oh, Sean, it's bold of you to assume that I'm listening to what you say. <laughs> <laughs> in my top three anime of 2020, Remington. In, in my mind, this is this is an, an individual podcast where I don't talk as much in the first half. That's... that's. <laughs> Do you have just fucking elevator music going on in your head the whole first part of the podcast? You just no, hear I... this, this weeby whining in the background just with a little... No, no it, it's like it's like the Charlie Brown adults just want 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 but except it's like weeb 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 <laughs> and that's that's basically what it happens. Oh, okay, fine. All right, so uh, not that one locked in. Locked in. Okay. <laughs> uh this is the one that you definitely have not heard of cuz I've never mentioned it on the show before. Uh this one is called uh Ichiranaide Nagatoro-san. Uh English translation will probably help you. Jujutsu Kaisen does not have an English translation, by the way. Okay. Uh, English translation is, uh, oh, God. Um, see, the problem with new anime is that a lot of people have a hard time deciding on the English translation, and I can only remember, <laughs> like, the fan English translation off the top of my head, so I want to All right, be let's hear accurate. Um, Who needs accuracy, Sean? It's overrated. <laughs> I mean, uh, it essentially translates to, uh, please don't bully me, Nagatoro-san. Uh, All right. Um, no, that one also did not win. It's one of the final two. It's one of the final two. Okay. Yep. You're locked in. Let's hope. Uh, let's hope that for your sake, uh, you enjoy the last two answers. <laughs> Fingers crossed, dude. So the next one is a revisit of Violet Evergarden. Okay. Okay. That one shouldn't win. <laughs> <laughs> so you're locked in on the final answer being the one you want to win. Yeah, you know what? I guess so. Um, well, I 
Whatever the final one is, that's my pick. That's my guess. Locked well, in. You must be you must be psychic, Remington. You must be really excited. Because the last one on this Patreon voted list is in fact a revisit of Your Lie in April. Okay, okay, okay. That's alright. Is it? Um people are gonna get really angry if that's the winner. <laughs> <laughs> I think people are going to get angry just because I mentioned it. But I'm okay with that one. I don't know, man. So I guess I hope it's one of the ones that I've never heard of because maybe those are good. But, uh... Oh, <laughs> say, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Remington, Remington. You can't, you can't be dealing these low-handed blows to Violet Evergarden directly in front of me. I can see your you do it. Your line April and Violet Evergarden are both very pretty. Oh, God. Like, They're very I... pretty and overrated anime. <laughs> Visually, they're not overrated, except for the water. But... I... <laughs> if this wasn't going to be a controversial episode before, it is now. I... All right, so, so which one won, Sean? Well... Here's the thing. I don't actually think it's your lie in April uh, because I, I think... A lot of people are angry. They would only vote for that one if they thought that more would change my mind. Uh, Similar that, with Violet Evergarden. Hilariously, that is what a lot of our emails on both series have been about. All right, well, then they both have a chance. <laughs> yeah, no, a lot of them are like, how could you only show him this many episodes and you only showed him half the series? How could you, Sean? Y'all are lucky I was able to show him that much. Because uh, usually he'd hate a show on principle alone if, that was, if I show him that much at once. I genuinely... Because I'm inundated with so much anime, I don't remember which one I watched more of. It was Your Lie in April, right? Yep, you watched half of the series, about 14 <laughs> episodes, I think. Oh, God, and I still... Oh, God, yeah, no, he has no chance then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's doomed! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you watched half of the show and hated it with a passion. It so much so that we chance. got death threats out of it. <laughs> You hated it more if than I, Attack on Titan, if I remember correctly. If I've if I've seen half of it and I don't like it, like there's no hope. <laughs> it's not gonna change my mind, y'all. It's just not. I think your final words on the show were, "If the lie turns out to be something awful, then I am going to jump out of a building." <laughs> I think. Uh, to be I, fair, why well, I do want to know if I said it was worse than Attack on Titan, it was before the Attack on Titan revisit. <laughs> So maybe a revisit to your line April would actually flip it back. <laughs> See which one is truly worse. Oh, it was a bad show. Uh, uh, but what, <laughs> we're not here to reminisce. We're here to figure out what the patrons chose. What is it, Sean? Well, uh, in last place, we had uh, Don't Bully Me Nagatoro, which is the new one. They only got five votes. Yep. Uh, then it was Violet Evergarden with seven votes. Yep. Uh, your line April got 11 votes. Yep, sounds about right. I, I think it's gonna be the juju 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 the juju juju ju the juju be <laughs> jujitsu juju jujitsu juju <laughs> the one I never heard about but apparently you talk about all the time. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Uh, and Fruits Basket also got eleven points. Uh, Jujitsu oh, yeah. Kaisen got a whopping twenty-eight points. Oh, okay. Uh, because I apparently underestimated the power of this show. Um, which is fine. You know, I thought I gave a nice broad mix in there. You know, a bit, a little bit of everything that people interested. Some shoujo, some romance, you know. So last uh, week we do jutsu, now we do jujitsu. Uh, yeah, actually. 
And honestly, it's kind of fateful that we did Naruto before the show because th- uh, this show and Naruto actually share a lot in common. Oh no! In a good way. In a good way. In a good way. <laughs> like to put right, it, to, well. it takes some concepts that Naruto does and does them way better. Is the way I'm going to phrase it. All right. Okay, so since this is going to be like my third time on the podcast describing this series, let's get into it. Uh, so you don't remember anything at all about what I've told you about Jujutsu Kaisen, do you? <laughs> I don't recall you mentioning it ever. <laughs> <laughs> this this is wonderful. I, I, I was kind of banking on you at least remembering the name, you know, because it's kind of a unique name, but... I don't know, I've... I vaguely remember the name, maybe. All right, all right. So let me start from the beginning once again. Uh, Remington, Jujutsu Kaisen is uh, the latest and greatest um, big shonen jump manga, right? Yup. And it is a dark shonen manga that uh, got an anime adaptation that started airing in the fall of 2020 and only recently uh, finished up its first season about uh, two, three weeks ago at the time of this recording. And it has been met with super high praise and acclaim, uh, almost to the point of uh, people trying to find things wrong with it on purpose because it can't be as popular as it is because of how popular it is. You know what I mean? Well, joke's on y'all. I don't even need to try to be a contrarian. It's in my bloodstream, baby. (laughs) I I don't need to play devil's advocate. I just need to be myself all natural. The horns sprout naturally, all right? Usually you have to see a pretty woman for that to happen, though. (laughs) Oh, God, Dylan, please cut that joke. That was a bad joke. It wasn't a good one. It was a bad joke. (laughs) (laughs) As as you were saying. Yeah, nope, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, And Jujutsu Kaisen is, in my opinion, worthy of the vast majority of that praise as well. Not just because I'm shown in trash, but also because, my God, is it a gorgeous show and very stylistic. But that doesn't tell you anything about it. What you need to know, Remington, is uh, this is a show uh, made by Studio Mappa. Cool. We've seen a couple Mappa productions in the past. Hmm, all right. You don't remember a single one of them, do you? Not at all. Uh, I I remember uh, Studio Ghibli, Studio Madhouse, and the one I always confuse for Studio Madhouse. Shaft. (laughs) Shaft, yeah, every time. I think we've only seen (laughs) one Shaft anime. In 151 episodes, I think we've only seen one Shaft anime off the top of my brain. I just remember, it's not Madhouse, dude. <laughs> I need to, maybe oh, I need and, to show you and, more Shaft productions. And, and Kyo Annie. I, I know those ones. I'm learning. Okay, that's good. Uh, so this this might sway your thoughts on it a bit. Uh, one that we covered recently, we covered Kakegurui, uh, which was a, a MAPPA production. That's the gambling one with the horny gamblers. <laughs> okay, cool. You can't just throw out the Japanese name and expect me to remember. All right. That one was interesting. Not perfect, uh, but, but they've interesting. They've also done uh, Yuri on Ice. Okay. That's a good one. Yep, 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 yep. And they've also done uh, Zombieland Saga. That one's okay. Yep, yep. And, mm, well, they can't all be winners, Remington. <laughs> yeah. Huh? The one other Studio Mapper production we did was Attack on Titan. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, they've lost everything. (laughs) (laughs) See, because out of the ones you listed, one of those is is much more similar to genre than the one we're watching than any of the others. Yeah. And it's the worst one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, uh, that's true 
ish, but at the same time, this is incredibly different from Attack on Titan. So much so that I would say this is a good show. That's the biggest difference. <laughs> All right, so what, what, what's the, the show about, Sean? All right, well, Remington, as is the case with a lot of shonen, and uh, more uh, currently, uh, some dark shonen, is we have a main protagonist, a fellow by the name of uh, Yuji Itadori. All right, cool. And Yuji Itadori is a pretty happy-go-lucky kid. Uh, you know, he seems to enjoy spending his days hanging out with his high school's occult club, you know, idling time away, and uh, regularly visiting his grandfather in the hospital. Uh, and one other thing about Yuji is that he is hilariously athletic. All right, sure. That's like his big shonen thing, is he's hilariously athletic. Uh, so he's a lot stronger and a lot more resilient than the average human being. Okay, you know, completely fair. Good, easy, basic, standard shonen protagonist start. Uh, until one day, uh, his school's occult club comes across a bit of a strange talisman and unwittingly undo the seal on this talisman, uh, which causes a bunch of, um, cursed spirits to invade the school they are currently in to try and, uh, take the talisman and eat whoever happens to be holding onto it. In the okay, process. nice and spooky. Very spooky. And during this, uh, uh, during this incident, uh, Yuji runs into a exorcist of sorts. A jujitsu sorcerer is what they call them. But the easiest way to remember them is an um, extra magical exorcist is probably the easiest way for you to remember. Uh, by the name of uh, Fushigoru uh, Megami. Megumi, excuse me, Megumi. I was thinking about glasses for some reason. Uh, yep, uh, Megumi Fushigoro, and he's also after this talisman, but to take it away so that nobody gets hurt because of it. Finding out that they are too late and the seal has been taken off, uh, they both quickly rush to the school to try and rescue his friends who are alone in the school after hours, playing with deadly cursed objects. Alright, so right now it feels like a combination of, uh, Mob Psycho and... Uh, ghost stories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, what a combination. Uh, and Naruto. Sp- and add a little bit of Naruto. So those three are the, the pillars. <laughs> yes. And in the process of trying to uh, rescue uh, his friends from a very hideous, cursed creature, uh, Fushigoro is temporarily taken out of commission, and there's only one solution that was mentioned to him previously. Uh... Hey, dude, why would anybody ever want this weird talisman? Well, obviously, to give them some cursed energy and cursed power. Uh, And you can only, of course, defeat cursed spirits with that cursed power. So, what does our good boy Yuji Itadori do in a time of desperation? He eats it. But, of course, it's the only rational... Well, I mean, that's what the cursed spirit was going to do, so maybe he should do it to stop his friends from getting killed. I've always followed, uh followed the behavior of spectral entities um yeah yeah i i I see what they do and i'm like all right let's match you i see them float through a wall i try to float through a wall uh to mix to success Uh, (laughs) it it explains it explains the rather uh large amount of bumps on your head every time i see you (laughs) i i see them uh go inside someone possess their body uh twist their head a million times and i'm like you know what and so i i try to Play someone open and enter their body once again to make success. Uh, but I can't turn <laughs> their head around and around. Um, yeah. By the way, by the way, but... how is the audio set up in your uh, your prison cell? Is it working out pretty nicely? Did <laughs> no, they? Yeah, set... I, 
I, I, I don't think anybody uh, can tell, so I, I think that... Uh, yeah, the acoustics about... sound really nice, all things considered. Dylan must have really hooked you up. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they let him in for a visit. Uh, he's well-known around these parts, so, you know, it, it just totally worked. I don't know if it's okay to just destroy our editor's reputation like that. <laughs> I don't think he'll appreciate it. One, one second, one sec. All right, I, I have... Uh, as you know, uh, Dylan, I'm not taking this from a random criminal history generator. No, instead... <laughs> This is just uh, his actual uh, thing, if it can load. Uh, our, our, our dear editor, Dylan, of course, uh, was uh, arrested for the, the crime of, of public nudity. <laughs> and he had to be tortured for one decade, according to this generator. Oh, oh so wow. That's, that's a bit one excessive. One decade of torture for the public nudity. <laughs> and the it kind of been... torture, it just lists as other. Uh, <laughs> well, that definitely explains uh, Dylan's taste in women, now that I think about it. <laughs> oh, God, I love it when the edgy episodes just turn into us roasting our editor. It's very fun. <laughs> All right, so he, he eats a talisman. Yep, which does give him the curse energy he needs to take out the spirit. Uh, there's oh, just do. one major problem uh, with that, Remington. Yep. And that's... Uh, Indigestion. Well, there's that, uh, especially considering what the talisman is. But... Uh, no, the worst thing is usually uh, when somebody eats a talisman like this, they die because, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's usually yeah. what happens. Uh, but sometimes in very rare circumstances, uh, the talisman turns the person into a host. And... Okay, so now he is the, the cat from Ghost Stories. <laughs> I... But like an athletic cat. <laughs> I wasn't expecting the comparisons to ghost stories when I <laughs> when I put this episode out there. I mean, I've had this one prepared for months, but yeah, sure, cool, awesome. I was thinking you were going to go more for, like, the Naruto aspect, considering, you know, the whole possessed by an evil spirit thing is kind of Naruto's whole jam. Uh, well, I mean, that's, that's less like possession. That's like you are a vessel for it. Like, it's there. Um, and it is, that is more along the lines of what that is. Because, oh, that's less fun. Uh, ooh, that's where you're wrong, Sonny Jim. <laughs> uh, because the idea is that uh, our our good boy Yuji is now the vessel for probably the most evil entity in all of existence in this world, uh, entity known as Sukuna. And okay. Sukuna uh, was so powerful that he couldn't really be killed per se. Uh, he was. He was essentially defeated and split into 20 pieces. Uh, and one of those pieces, uh, Yuji uh, got the munchies for. All right. Um, seems nice and, and weird. So is it trying to get the other pieces? Try to collect all the Chaos Emeralds and whatnot? Precisely. Uh, but not as blatantly as you'd think. So, of course, normally, uh, the vessel of an evil entity would automatically be taken over by this evil entity. But for whatever reason, Yuji is able to kind of keep him down, uh, tied up in his guts. And, uh, turns out the Jujutsu community is not exactly as friendly to shonen protagonists as you would expect, because they immediately slate him for execution, since he's not entirely human anymore. Oh, okay. Which is really bad, normally. Uh, you yeah. don't usually want to threaten death on your uh, protagonist by, you know, a judicial system in the first episode. Nice and intense. Uh, and because of this, uh, it is flat out stated that, uh, yeah, my dude, uh, you ate 
a powerful evil entity and he is inside of you now. Uh, so if we kill you, that'll also kill the entity. So we're gonna kill you. Like that's, that's a given. You're gonna die, dude. But I've got a deal for you. If you are able to collect all of these fingers, you can stay alive a bit longer and we'll teach you how to channel that power. Uh, and then we'll kill you once we get most of the fingers in you. All right, so it's just like kill more of them. Yes, exactly. Because he has 20 bits lying around, and that's a lot of bits of evil. It, it so. seems like there's a fundamental conflict of interest. There, there'd be a temptation to drag your feet a little bit in yeah. your, your hunt. Yeah, generally speaking, yeah. And you never know when these uh, uh, bits are going to show up. And you never know, maybe even Suk the fact that Sukuna's vessel is walking around, might he might be drawn to them himself. But either way, no matter what, my dude, you're gonna die. But at the very least, you might be able to do some good before you die. And All that's right. how the show starts. Sure, why not? It's a pretty interesting premise, I think. I, I'm down to give it a shot and see where it goes. Yep. And the important thing that, uh, so I don't know if you know this, Remington, but in Naruto, uh, the nine-tailed fox, the QB is uh, depicted as a very powerful evil entity that uh, is, you know, the embodiment of hatred and rage, right? Yep. Uh, would you care to take a wild guess and uh, say that he stays that way the entirety of Naruto? Um, oh, see, I'm conflicted because, like, Naruto lasts fucking forever, so you'd expect to change. But at the same time, it's Naruto, so you, you shouldn't have too high of expectations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, I, I don't know, man. I, I... They, Let me put I'm it to you this way, they pretend, they pretend there's more change than there is. Can I get that as an answer? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Basically, what I'm trying to say is, Remington, uh, the Nine-Tailed Fox isn't as evil as people make it out to be by the end of Naruto. Whereas sure. uh, there is no redemption at all for Sukuna. Sukuna is a truly evil entity and is shows how evil he is throughout the entire series whenever he comes into play. And this show, it does not hold back on its uh, treatment of, let's just say, characters in general. Characters die. Uh, Hell yeah, people, dude. People die. And, Hell yeah, dude. Uh, death is probably the biggest motif of this entire show. Because, oh, my God. Yes, because life and death are very important, and Yuji has only one goal. Most pro What would you say is the general pro uh, goal for a protagonist in a shonen series? Uh, I want to be the very best, like no one ever was, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so you'd think that, oh, maybe uh, Yuji wants to be the best jujitsu sorcerer ever uh, and save as many people as possible. There's that. But really, Yuji's main goal is to not really die alone. He just wants well, to die surrounded tragic. by the people that he cares about. Welp. So with that in mind, Remington, let's jump into the hit 2020 anime, Jujitsu Kaisen. Previously. So last week we do jutsu, now we do jujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujuj
And I mentioned that uh, Mappa had uh, had their hands dipped in Attack on Titan. Yep. Uh, that's only the last season of Attack on Titan. Oh, okay. So really, what you've seen uh, of Attack on Titan has nothing to do with Mappa, really. Oh, perfect. So yeah, just figured I'd get that correction out of the way before we got the tweets. Because, you know, we're going to get the tweets. Oh, yeah, and for just, sure. Undeniable. I might as well, uh, might as well uh, you know, head that off at the pass before, <laughs> uh, before things uh, get a little bit, um, you know, uncouth. Uh, Studio Wit is the one that did uh, started with Attack on Titan. Yeah. Uh, and MAPPA just happened to be the fellas that uh, were tasked with making the last season, which might explain why the last season apparently is really good. But again, I don't know, man. I Whatever. There was some controversy or some bullshit. I know nothing about it, but I the people were yelling about Attack on Titan recently. People are always yelling about Attack on Titan, Rem. Uh, now, if only it was good. Anyway, uh, on to Jujutsu Kaisen. Yes. So, uh, I think that it is a good show, but... Okay, here we go. <laughs> All right. Look, I'm just glad that we got the good show part out of the way first, you know? I'm glad that we were really able to delve into the complexities of why it's a good show before you dropped your butt in the way. I your think... big old juicy butt. What is it? The first, like, three, maybe four episodes, uh have been the best ones and then it, it seemed to go downhill relatively fast not into bad territory but not into great territory either okay all right this is where it's gonna this is gonna be this is gonna be this kind of conversation i see all right well ah, prepare for the angry fangirls rem because i am i'm most emotionally prepared i've been planning this one for about you know half a year now I feel like I feel good about uh, any kind of angry comments we're gonna. Get. All right. Well, let let's start off with, as per usual, the most controversial stuff. Um, the water looks totally fine. Uh, okay, thank Christ. But <laughs> the lava is atrocious. The CGI okay. lava. It looks terrible. It's it's really bad. Uh, it it looks like it was like the last thing to be added. Just terrible. What is it with you and liquids? Hey man, it's not my fault that shows are like, let's really stylize our liquids, and then it's like noticeably terrible when they do. Y'all just just keep keep the liquids in 2D. You you can't do good good CGI liquids. I mean, other people can. I've seen it happen before, but it's it's yet to to get into anime yet. Um nonetheless, getting that out of the way, let's talk about the the show proper. Show opens up with, uh, we're, we're in Skyrim and there's a Dark Brotherhood initiation slash saw torture chamber, uh, that we find our main character Yuji in talking to a guy named Gojo. So, uh, and Gojo is just like, gonna, gonna kill you. Cool. Uh, so that's our opening, <laughs> which yep. I like. Uh, it, it's a nice, strong, interesting opening. It's dark. It's compelling. It, it has some questions to be answered. Yeah, no. Like, I gave you a vague summary of the entirety of the first episode because I felt like that was the best way to introduce everything. But I left the exact specifics of everything out, uh, specifically so you could uh, experience them yourself. I, I will say, episode one, little bit of a clusterfuck. I had to double check that I didn't Psyche K myself because I was like, should I know anything that's happening right now? And for the first, like, 15 minutes, the first three-fourths of episode one, no, you are expected to be confused and know literally nothing. Um, because there's a whole lot happening that isn't well explained, which isn't the worst thing. I, I prefer 
uh, explain it later than explain everything in high detail and endless exposition dumps. Uh, which, interestingly, although it does better in the first episode on that one point, oh, don't worry, it compensates later when it comes to exposition dumps. It compensates hard. Uh, but we get introduced to the characters in this episode. Our main character, Yuji, uh, he goes to the hospital, uh, to visit his granddad, who's, who's all crotchety, and then his granddad dies. Uh, another kid is looking for, to recover, like, a cursed object that's gone missing from the school. There's an occult club that's only been relevant in the first episode. Um, they introduce you to a couple characters that are like, oh, maybe these will be relevant. No. I mean, maybe, maybe further down the line, but it doesn't seem like it. Uh, it seems like they've been forgotten. No, they've just served their purpose and aren't necessary anymore. It's different. <laughs> but the, their purpose was just to be, to be a damsel in distress. The, the two of them, there's a girl and a large quiet dude. They're part of the occult club. And the implication is like, yeah, they're, they're, they've gotten a, pretty close to Yuji in this time. He's joined. He's enjoying his time with them. Um, and then they're put in distress in this episode and he saves them. And then that, that, that's it. Fuck their relationships that we're developing and fuck their characters. They, they, they had a plot purpose and that was it. Uh, so we, we get introduced to, uh, all the, the demons and looking for a finger and the occult club is fucking with the finger when they shouldn't and summon a big old demon, right? As you do with your friends. Uh, Fushiguro, he's, he's the edgy boy looking for... Uh, looking for the finger that's gone missing. He goes to the school with Yuji and is like, Yuji, you just fucking stay put. Uh, and then he summons wolves because Fujiguro is a furry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I... <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Did I miss something? Because he, he's a furry. He, uh, he, <laughs> he's all about those animals. Remington, <laughs> just because... Someone has a connection with animals or uses animals to fight does not make them a furry. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. I don't know, man. I thought that was the entire lesson of the Pokemon <laughs> franchise. <laughs> <laughs> that's like saying, oh, you have a pet dog? Mm, must be a furry then. <laughs> Sean, do you have a pet dog? Well, I mean, my parents do. <laughs> oh, learning a lot about Sean's family this episode. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Says the owner of two cats. Uh, that's different. Uh, cats, <laughs> cats, you don't create an emotional bond with. You are their feeding station, and nothing more. Uh, <laughs> and sometimes they vibrate on you, and you enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. Like you can enjoy them, but there's no like connection there. They're doing their own thing, and you can appreciate it or get the fuck out of here. Uh, so we we get to what you mentioned in part one. Uh, trouble is brewing. Fushiguro has a bit of a hard time fighting some demons. Uh, and so Yuji, he swallows a finger. Uh, and he kicks big old demon's ass. And then the, the demon Yuji is about to, like, just fucking murk Fushiguro. Uh, but then Yuji regains control. And it's all Gucci. And that's episode one. Uh, episode two, uh, Gojo, he shows up. He's sort of like the sensei. He's the teacher. He's the Kakashi, right? Um, but more, more casual, more, more bubbly. He has a very bubbly personality, Gojo. He, he, he looks he, like an edgy boy, a... but nah, he's, he's bubbly through and through. He, he is a Genki girl. If there was, 
Like, there's sort of a Genki girl in this, but he is the real Genki girl. Like, he is so dare dare. It's just like, only when it's when he shows his Yandere moments that are a bit concerning. But aside from, you know, those slight psychopathic tendencies, uh, he is just the cutest, the cutest Genki girl. Yep. So, uh, they, he shows up and spars a little bit with the demon-possessed Yuji. Yuji's just sort of going back and forth, Dr. Jack and Mr. Hyde, um, uh, and eventually wins. They decide to keep him alive. Um, then, then we get back to like the dark brotherhood scene where it's like, oh yeah, gonna kill you. It's the deal that you mentioned in part one of the podcast. Uh, we'll kill you after getting fingers or we can kill you now. And Yuji's like, yeah, I'll, I'll swallow some fingers for you, bud. Uh, which, you know, I think, I think any friend should be willing to, to swallow a few zombified fingers. Um, I think it's Are you saying right. that you do that for me, Remington? Um, actually I was, I, I brought this up. I was hoping you could actually do me a favor. <laughs> <laughs> Do, do you just have a collection of evil cursed talismans lying around that you want somebody to eat? You know, I'd like not to get into too much detail on the podcast. I just want some affirmation that I can rely on you. Um, <laughs> do you Remington, can you look me in the eye and tell me with all honesty that I would be a good vessel for an evil entity? Um, l- listen, listen, Sean. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's not that you are the best. It's that options are limited. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm just all that. You sent out, you posted a Craigslist ad and nobody else came. So you figured, well, oh, maybe this guy. I, I mean, one, one guy showed up, but like he, oh, oh, I don't know, man. He he misunderstood the ad about eating fingers. It, it was a whole ordeal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> thought it was sexy. Turns out not so sexy. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I will note, they're building up like this whole execution plot, right? Um, I will be amazed if... If Yuji actually dies at the end of it all, um, I am 100% expecting some bullshit where he will be able to survive. Uh, and don't worry, we'll touch on some points within the seven episodes that are in the same vein. Yeah, don't worry, I have my arguments prepared for that section. <laughs> There's a reason I showed you this many episodes. I had I had damn good reason for it. Uh, oh, but uh, And I'm going to tell you right now, as someone who's completely caught up in the manga for this anime as well, uh, the way they're going and some of the things they've done, if they don't kill Yuji at the very end of this series, it's going to be one of the biggest disappointments in manga history probably. Because I'll tell you right now... At the point where things are going down right now, uh, it seems very likely that Yuji is going to have to die. And if he doesn't, it's it's just going to be a major misstep, especially considering death is one of the biggest themes of this entire story. Oh, yeah. I mean, the the entire story is all about uh, Yuji trying to get the death that his 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 MacGuffin grandpa his his just okay. complete. <laughs> all the grandpa exists for is you need to die a good death, Yuji. Ugh. And then it's like, oh, Grandpa, we've seen you for a whole two minutes being a crotchety bitch. And then for 10 seconds being sincere. We have such an attachment to you now. Um, It's not our attachment that matters. It's Yuji's attachment, damn it. Oh, yes. And as always, uh, a great story is one where you, you just are told that they're attached rather than actually feel the attachment yourself. Uh, who needs to feel the actual bonds? Uh, nonetheless... Unsurprisingly, when it gets to that point, my argument will be that uh, Yuji should already be dead. Uh, but not, well, in episode two, uh, so uh, eventually Yuji is introduced to the Jiu-Jitsu Sorcerer High School and 
he he gets uh, admission in a bit of a stupid scene, uh, but it's fine. It's whatever. Um, it's not the worst thing. It's just a little bit stupid. Uh, and and then there's one other girl to to get, and so they go get her. Cool. Episode two done. Uh, also, in this episode, we're introduced to uh, the end credits, and those are hot fire. Uh, just some of the best shit. Oh yeah, I've no, seen the, in the a while. OP and ED for this anime have been on my playlist for on like constant repeat. I cannot get them out of my head. The, the OP so is good, but the ED is is one of the best credit sequences I and and heard that I've I've seen on this podcast. Full stop. Yeah, no, it, I can it, agree it's with on that. another level. Uh, would strongly recommend. Very stylized, lovely music, uh, nice dance moves. Real good. Completely, totally different from the show, though. <laughs> well, the tone of the show, I would describe as confused. Um, not because we, we've, we've had things that have humor and levity combined with serious and edgy before. Um, but... This show does a really, I would argue, poor job of combining the two. Where it doesn't feel like they're really in the same show usually. It's like, okay, so now here's a funny bit. Alright, now we're done with the funny bit. Now let's completely move on. This completely separate bit. Detached from the funny bit. Um, and the funny bits also aren't that funny. Uh, but the humor adds some levity. So that's at least still a plus. Even if it's not that funny. Um, so, we, we get to episode three, we meet, uh, the, the final new member, we have the, the furry, we have our protagonist, and then we have, uh, Kugisaki, who, uh, she's a, a bipolar girl who loves shopping, um, and kicking ass. That, 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 I think, adequately describes her. Yeah, no, that's a pretty good summer that we've seen so far. <laughs> cool. She's uh, a she's a country girl who wants to live in the city and is very very full of herself. She's she's <laughs> a fun character. She's enjoyable. Oh no, she's great. Um, so then there's a, a little mission. Uh, that's really the mission is for uh Yuji and uh the new girl Kugasaki. They they go in it together. Um, they get in a little bit of trouble. There's a, a little child taken hostage for a bit. Um, and as always, I'm of the opinion that, oh man, if they would have killed that child, would have been pretty intense. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but I accept well, that this, they didn't. I accept This is it. still a shonen, Remington. Yeah, we have some lines. Cowardice. Uh, <laughs> but I, this one I accept. The, the, kids, the kid living is more justified than, than Yuji living. Uh, so... They, they save the day, right, uh, with the combo of Yuji and uh, Kugasaki's work. Um, we get some backstory on, I can't remember, it was like Kugasaki's friend or something. Yeah, yeah. It hasn't been relevant uh, other than the that flashback, so I, I don't really remember it. No, it's fine. It, it It's relevant later on. It's just a little glimpse into... Kugisaki herself, like her, her backstory hasn't even been animated yet, really. Okay, uh, and then we we end with a cliffhanger about a uh, a giant demon womb above a juvenile detention center, and the narrator mentions 
that one of the three main characters is going to die. Um, which, if, if you know what happens, it's like, hey, it's not the worst uh, bullshit hook and cliffhanger, but it's still a bullshit cliffhanger. Not the worst. Yeah. They did. It, it's possibly the best a bullshit cliffhanger could be. But yeah. it is very, it is a clickbait cliffhanger where you're like, okay, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Yeah. You didn't it lie. Cool kids. They, they, it, <laughs> you didn't lie to me, but also you lied to me. Um, so, episode four, we learn more all about the, the womb and what's going on with that. We then get some more exposition about the the grades of of curses and demons, right? Um, Gojo is away doing something, and so they the three of them have to go and handle it themselves. Uh, they they go on in there, right? In, into the juvenile de- detention center. There's a bunch of cursed geometry. Shit's fucked. Uh, they they meet up with a demon after the demon sucks away uh, Kugasaki, just takes her away into the floor. She's gone now. Um, there is a, a fight where they just get their asses kicked. Yuji loses a hand, which is nice and intense. Um, the actual action in the show... It, it, it's whatever. Um, it, it's... <laughs> It's your standard shonen fare of, like, super move and then super move, but not really, like, engagement or interactions between any of the characters, uh, which is, it, whatever, it, it's not the most creative, but it, it's fine. Uh, see, that's gonna get us emails. What are you talking? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, the action scenes where a character will do a move, and then they will do another move, and then they'll do another move. And then the other character will do a move. Wow. It's the same bullshit I've complained about before. It's There's no interaction or engagement. There's no, uh, wow, you've done this, so I'm going to counter with this. It's, I'm going to do a super move. Did that kill them? No. Well, now they will do a super move. Did that kill me? No. And it's just that. Am I wrong? Has there been more thus far? No, no, that's ba- the basics of what it, uh, how it goes down so far. Yeah, and it's just, it's just very uncreative and uninspired for the action, which isn't terrible because unfortunately that's the norm. Uh, visually, it's nice. They they add some drama and tension to it, but the action itself, you can say the fight scenes are nice because of like the drama or the stakes, but it ain't because of the action. Uh, I, I think they do a pretty good job of showing the the power difference between the characters because uh, Yuji is like, hey, you get the fuck out of here, save the girl, and then I'll turn into the demon and go buck wild, right? Yep, and, Sukuna is his name, by the way. Okay, cool. Uh, and so that that happens, uh, and Yuji gets his ass kicked. Uh, he's lost a hand. He loses some fingertips. It's really intense. Uh, don't worry, none of that lasts. Uh, there's... Any stakes you think exist don't really exist. Uh, and and so, we turn into a demon. Demon kicks the other demon's ass in a pretty straightforward fight scene, right? So now, uh, what'd you say his name was? Say, say, su, si, Suguna. Suguna. So Suguna, the, the demon Yuji wins, uh, obviously. And, uh, 
and there was a finger in the the other demon. Cool. Uh, episode five, the the demon realizes that oh, Yuji can't transform back for vague reasons. It's a soft system. Uh, and so I'm gonna go fuck up his his buddies. So he goes, he fucks up Fushiguro, right? Um, he tears his heart out, which I thought was a nice touch. Uh, the the demon does. The demon tears his own heart out, so that Yuji can't transform back because then he would die because he's without a heart right mm-hmm. uh and i thought that was really interesting um it's way less interesting in actual execution but the idea i thought was real neat uh oh boy so uh there, there's a nice fight it's implied that fushiguro is stronger than uh or at least has potential to be much stronger than he is right now um we meet some curse lord hanging out with a bunch of demons that's been discussed he's he's I guess, like, the external big bad, where the internal big bad is uh, Yuji's demon, right? Yep, yep. Um, so we we meet him. Uh, eventually, Fushiguro's able to convince... Fushiguro is initially being like, oh, if I can make the demon re- just regenerate its heart, because the demon has regenerated everything else, then get him to transform back, boom, save my friend. Which is an interesting strategy, although a vague one, and all he has is, like, maybe the demon needs the heart, even though the demon said he didn't need the heart, and I can well, it's, push him to make him need, need the it, heart. While it, uh, he doesn't need it to live, he is weakened because he has a big gaping hole in his chest. Well, we're told that he's weakened, but only by F- Fushiguro, and that's still just an inference. Yeah, and it's the only plan that he's got to try and save his friend, so he thought maybe this he can push Sukuna enough to recover. Uh, but essentially, Fushiguro vastly underestimated how much he could potentially push Sukuna. Yeah. Uh, uh, to be, he did really, he did enough to make Sukuna curious about him, especially with his uh, unique technique, as it were, which is what... Uh, it's the furry it's, technique. It's, it's not a furry <laughs> technique. My God, just because it summons animals made out of shadow does not make it a furry technique. You can defend it, but the listeners know what's up. I, t- I don't think they do. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Fushiguro's strategy ends up just being like, all right, give up, just make him transform back and kill himself. Uh, hey, well, not, Yuji. Not exactly. Yuji, not exactly. We're, we're, I, you're great. And then Fuji, uh, Yuji is like, transforms back and is like, thanks, mate, and then dies. Uh, <laughs> that's not exactly how it goes, but that's basically how it goes. Okay, so he was... It was implied that Fushiguro was about to do something that uh, was not recommended uh, and says this as because it was likely to kill him too. Uh, But then uh, after saying that, Yuji takes over to save him, essentially, is how it's supposed to go. Uh, I mean, Fushi stopped himself before Yuji turned back. So no? Like, Fushi was the one who stopped himself. It wasn't Yuji who stopped him. Are you looking it up right now? Possibly. <laughs> I, might be mix- I might be mixing it up from a recent thing in the manga. That is a complete possibility. I mean, I could be misremembering, but I don't think I am. Nope, that is definitely what happens. Uh, he is about to unleash a technique, and then he stops it uh, and starts talking, because uh, it's implied that Yuji has already swapped places to save him. How does Yuji know to swap places at that moment to save Fushi? Fu- Yuji doesn't know shit. It's a internal, uh... He just felt same... like his friend was in danger. Not quite. It. I think it... Uh, 
The implication is that he mentally recovered enough to swap back with it. Like, the reason that he couldn't swap in the first place was along the lines of he was too exhausted and emotionally traumatized. That way, Sukuna could take over for the time. These are a lot of implications and assumptions. <laughs> I, uh, I would argue with this many implications and assumptions, it was not clearly established. Uh, nonetheless, uh, then we have Yuji. He transforms back and he falls to the ground and... Oh, dramatic, he's dead, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, and now you might think, wow, what an intense ending to the episode. Oh no! <laughs> the, I, I kid you not. Here's, here's how the rest of the episode goes, right? We get a brief morgue scene where it's like, oh yeah, he's fucking dead. Uh, and then it's like, but by the way, here are the other students at the high school, each with their own wacky gimmick. And by the way, better get training, folks. Because we're going to be competing with the other schools soon. And it was like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> it's one of the most confusing decisions I can imagine. Like, it's like, oh, wow. A character, the main character just died really intense. But hey, look at these wacky new guys. And it's like, what the fuck? Why? Why? Why did they do it that way? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Uh, and the new characters, like, I thought I would like them, because one of them is a goddamn panda, right? Mm -hmm. But, no, all the characters, all the characters are just, like, a basic gimmick, and that's about it. Okay, that... Thus yeah. far. Yeah, because you've seen them for less than half an episode. <laughs> no, I've seen them for three episodes. Five, six, and seven. And they have not developed at all in those three episodes, besides being, hey... This one's bitchy, this one's a panda, and this one can only talk in ingredients. And that's it. I mean, they're only in the episode for about 30 seconds each episode. They're definitely in there for longer, uh, mm. but I'll, 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 I'll let you have that. Sure, I agree, they're not in there for very long, and they're very poorly established. But for some reason, they decide an exposition dump is necessary after a death of a main character in a wacky, goofy way, and I don't understand that choice. Um, it feels very bad. Uh, then episode, uh, episode six, we get exposition on a bunch of things. We also see inside Yuji, he's talking to the demon, um, and they're sort of alive, sort of not. Don't worry about it. Don't think about it. It's a boring decision. They, they should have gone through with the, the death of Yuji. Uh, that I think would have greatly strengthened all the themes of death. Because that would have given us what, like, the grandpa's death was, like, supposed to be, right? Of, he didn't get the meaningful death he wanted, oh no. And, oh, a jujitsu sorcerer always dies with regrets. And then being like, yeah, and then our main fucking character, who it was so resonant for? Yeah, no, for him. And so now, th that could be a great impetus for, uh, for the girl to become a little bit more serious. And for Fushiguro to, to open up and be a bit more altruistic. Right? Uh, so suddenly you have great character development with them. Um, you can basically turn Fushiguro probably into the new main character, uh, feeling those, those things. And it, I, it would just be so much more interesting. Uh, but no, of course he doesn't die because why would he die? We all knew he wasn't going to die. Um, yeah, no, it, it, it's, I, it's just... I, I, I can agree with you that it would have been an interesting decision, but this being, you know, the type of show that it is, his, Yuji's death is very planned. Uh, it feel and I feel like if it, but, they but here's the thing, it, it's so planned and, and, but the entire show is, is all about death. Right. And so making it say like, yeah, here's this whole plan. 
the show is all about this huge plan, but fuck you, plans don't always work out. You don't get to choose your death. That's the entire point. You, yes, you're but lucky Remington, you can, Remington, so it's episode seven, it's Remington. Yeah, that, yes. Like that, yes, it would have been interesting, but it would have been kind of bad for the rest of the series because how could they finish the series? What do you mean, With how that? could they finish the series? You can have like Fushiguro, now he has to figure out his shit, right? Uh, maybe Gojo swallows a few, Fujiguro swallows a few, the girl swallows a few. They all have to like band together and then maybe they all die themselves or some shit. There's, there are many ways that you can go about it, but one of the main questions is like, well shit, our, our one solution, it just blew up in our face so suddenly, so abruptly, what the fuck do we do now? Those are interesting questions. This is just like, all right, oh, is the plan interrupted? Nah, just keep doing it. Okay. <sighs> so, <sighs> the main point of... Yuji's pseudo death here is to also establish uh, the limits of what Yuji can and can't do, and in connection to Sukuna. Like, yes, I agree with you. It would have been better if they hadn't done it at all and just straight up killed him. But we at least now understand what it does take to kill him. The fact of the matter is, is you have to actually use a uh, cursed technique to actually uh, deal the finishing blow. Otherwise, it, he will not die. That's a good thing to know. Um, we know that there is such a thing as regeneration for Yuji, that, but only Sukuna can access it. Uh, we know that he uh, making deals with Sukuna is a part uh, is a heavy gambling risk factor that could lead to some temporary gains, but also who knows what kind of evils it could take over. We learn about binding vows, which are a very interesting concept to the world. We learn about, oh yeah. The, the only thing uh, that, that you've mentioned that I think is a plus is the idea of the binding vows. Those are neat, those are interesting. Uh, th those I think add a, a fascinating little wrinkle. Everything else just seems like bullshit plot armor excuses. Uh, it, it's just like, like you're telling me that at the very least we couldn't have had Yuji missing a few fingers from this point forward. That could have been neat. That could have been interesting to see how that goes. At least a lasting sign of consequences from one of his early struggles. Uh, but no, it's all fine. It's all dandy. Don't worry about it. Uh, th the problem is, I think that what Jujutsu Kaisen has done is it Toradora'd me. It opened the gates for me to see something unique and different. And the first few episodes, it, it was fascinating. The characters were interesting. Things were great. And it's not that it's gotten bad, but it's just gotten into a perfectly fine shonen. Like, okay, cool. It, it's, you're doing the same old shit everything does. And you're, you're overcomplicating your world. There's insane power creep already, like to a ridiculous extent. I thought they did a good job early on establishing just like the magnitude of power, but then they quickly do the thing where it's like, hey, this thing is unfathomably powerful in comparison to you, but then this other thing is unfathomably powerful compared to it, and then this thing is unfathomably powerful compared to it. And they do that like five times in the span of three episodes. So you're like, oh, okay, so power is just fucking meaningless, I guess. Uh, and it's just, by episode seven, it's just a perfectly fine shonen. And that's disappointing, because it seemed like it was going to be more than that. It is more than that, you son of a bitch. Um, not with its current trajectory. Oh, boy. It has good elements, but it doesn't seem to know how to compose them well. The main characters are pretty good, but then... 
the side characters are all very one-dimensional and very uninteresting. They all have their gimmick, which is fine, I suppose. And I'm sure they will get developed when it is necessary for the plot. The the story, it felt like it had stakes until they very quickly show that the only stakes are going to be the biggest ones and anything else, don't worry about it. It just... It, it had my interest so well, and it has done a great job of fucking that up. Oh, God. This is a... It's been a while since I felt this way. Uh, this is an exact parallel feeling of, my God, knowing all the things I know about what happens in literally the next five episodes. Really, uh... Really, it makes me grumpy on the inside, Remington. And on I the mean, outside. the past three episodes of the show made me grumpy, so you know. Uh, I wanted to like it. I thought I was... I thought it was locked in. And I still do like it, just not, like, a lot. It, it, it is fine. It is good. It's a little better than Naruto, but, like, not a ton. And... Oh, my... Damn it. I... See, my problem right now, Remington, is I really wanted to show you half of the season, but I knew you would be a bitch and complain about it and would hate the show more on principle if I did that. And uh, and I figured seven episodes would be a good amount because it gets you halfway to that half point. But fuck, I'm, I'm tempted to just do an, this again next week because oh I... Oh, God. I assure you, that is unlikely to work out the way you want it to, Sean. <laughs> Ah, oh, God, but fuck, I, uh, I'm so tilted. I, because, uh, like, Remington, this is probably one of the best anime to come out of 2020 and into 2021. Uh, <laughs> and just about everybody agrees. So the fact that you're laying these harshnesses down on episode set up to episode seven is gonna really harsh a few people's mellows, including my own. Uh, oh my God. Um, like... For example, if you had to guess, do you have any idea what the mal rating on this show is? Oh, God, it's going to be something ridiculous. At easy 8, um, I'm going to say it's like an 8.5 or a 6. 8.79. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, and I think this is a good, very, very overrated show. Oh. I question significantly a lot of the creative choices. Like, Sean, Sean, just for a moment. You, you have to agree that the episode that Yuji quote-unquote dies to immediately then go into introducing a bunch of wacky new characters and be like, well, your friend died, but we gotta start training to compete with the other school. Like, that is not a good decision. You have to, like, you gotta touch base with me here at least, man. Mm. That shit's uh, inexcusable. It just seems like they they often don't know what they want to be. And we're seven episodes in. And it started out so, so definitive. Like, it started out so confident, but now it felt the need to introduce so, so much. And we've had exposition dumps. I haven't really gone into this, but there's been a lot of them the past few episodes introducing so many detailed things and I can tell they've put some thought into the world building and I can appreciate that but the way to show that isn't through endless exposition <sighs> I, I I feel like this show just what it needed was like one final revision just to tighten things up just to to remove some other things and also to change some story beats uh and and it'd be I like I can see what others see in it 
I just don't think it lives up to that. See, the thing is, Remington, I'm worried this is going to piss people off about as much as our Attack on Titan episode did. <laughs> Bring it, fuckers! <laughs> I, uh... uh God. It's like, still getting a thumbs up for me. It's just getting a very half-ass thumbs up. Oh, fuck me, Remington. Th this is This hurts a lot more than your straight-up berating of some of my other favorites. I, this feels like what you did to Haikyuu to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Haikyuu... I, I will say Haikyuu, definitively worse than Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh <laughs> Great. Like, right, like literally ever since this show came out, I've been at, at waiting week to week for new ch manga chapters and have been super excited about that. And a lot of the shit that's happened in recent chapters has been super exciting. Uh, one or two iffy things, but that that's just my personal nitpicks. But uh, overall... Uh, ooh. Oh man, this is gonna, this, this is gonna hurt. We're probably gonna have to come back to this show sooner rather than later, just because like some of the, like, I, I agree that killing Yuji, quote unquote, killing Yuji like that wasn't the greatest decision, but I feel like they made the best, they made that decision and then they made the absolute best of that decision for the most part. I, I agree, but they did, they were the ones who made the decision. It's like, once again, it's the best way you could have handled bullshit. But it's still bullshit. It, uh. it, this is good for a shonen, but it has very quickly trapped itself into all of the shonen bullshit continuum. And unfortunately, if, if you are grading it as a shonen, yeah, it's going to rate quite highly. But if you're grading it as a, an anime, as, as just a series, and recognizing that a lot of the shonen tropes are bringing it down heavily, that... It's gonna reflect poorly. It's not that Jujutsu Kaisen is uniquely bad in anything that it does. It's that it showed that it could transcend in fascinating ways, but then it more and more has decided not to and just go with the same old standard crap. Uh, I really, really want to show you more of the show now. This is this is literally just lit a fire under me that I need to show you more of the goddamn series, <laughs> Remington. Because literally one of uh, Yuji's biggest character defining uh, arcs happens shortly after this. And it's kind of where the show uh, and manga was solidified as really, really good for a lot of people. I just know that if I show you too much of anything at one time, you you don't respond well to it at all. Like it could be it could be a, a goddamn masterpiece. And if you're like, hmm, a three hour movie, huh? Don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> hey, hey, we, we've, we've watched some some extended things that I haven't immediately hated. Do you remember anything about them though? Uh that that is a trick question. I hardly remember anything about any of the anime we watch. It's quickly repressed. Yeah. Uh -huh, yeah. Uh -huh. And they say I have ADD. <laughs> <laughs> well, while I stew about this and try to decide how long is an appropriate amount of time before we re revisit this anime because it's probably going to have to be soon just considering all the hype around it. In fact, I think, if I remember correctly, Remington Crunchyroll actually named this their anime of the year. <laughs> which, I again, I disagree with personally, because uh, there were better shows uh, in 2020, in my opinion. But considering that is heavily based on popular vote, it makes some sense. Uh, but still, it's... Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I, yeah. We're going to have to come back to it, Rem. I, I don't, because th these pent-up feelings inside of me... It's like when you try to confess to a girl for the first time, Remington. <laughs> but instead of feeling nervous about rejection, 
the rejection's already happened, so now you're just you're trying to get back into her good graces as a friend at this point. Uh, <laughs> which is really what you should be trying to do to me, since you've just slapped me in the face like this. But I regret nothing. You never, yeah, no, you, you never regret anything, which is part of the problem, I think. <laughs> I think that gets, that, it explains why we, we are where we are today currently, I think, quite a bit. All right, well, then let's, let's just cut it off here. Give Dylan a nice, uh, quick, clean episode, though I think this might actually end up being like an hour and ten minutes or longer. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's a longer one. Yeah, well, love you, Dylan. Uh, so with that, I have one final question to ask, Remington. Any chance you'd want to watch some more Jujutsu Kaisen with me? Um, I mean, if it was up to me, I, I, I feel like I would have liked the show more if I had just seen a little less. Oh, fuck you, Remington. Fuck you. That is the worst thing you could have the said. The first, me. like, three to five episodes were pretty quality. But... Yep. Yep. We're going to have a discussion after we're done recording. <laughs> <laughs> but nevertheless, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed my soul-crushing demise, then please leave a review on whatever platform you listen on, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify... Or if you'd like to help us grow, word of mouth is a great way to do it. And if you'd like to help support us even more directly, we do in fact have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash AnimeOutOfContext, where you can gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus content, including having the opportunity to have Remington horribly mispronounce your name. All right, Remington, who are we thanking this week while I slowly pull out the alcohol? <laughs> well, we'd like to send our regards to all of our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls, who we really appreciate. But moving on, we have the Yandere Waifus, who are going to eat our fingers and uh, allow us to possess them. And on that list, we, there is weebs are as plentiful as grains of sand, but there's only one Remington-sama. Yuliana, totally God. The world shall know propane. That guy that makes you say cunt on your podcast. Snap snips. Sean's request for air gay suggestions. Week two, melt his quest. Oh God, I'm not even gonna. There's there's a warning. Um. Oh God, don't, just don't. Uh, Sean Onichan Baka Uwu. Say on Evangelion is trash, get over it. Scoopy Loopy Boopy Hoot Doopy Hoopy Goopy Oopy. Sarah Birch. Sammy Pritchard. Salty Pretzel. Sequoia Fay. Reverse Kismo Kismo. Remington Merrill. Remington is not a man of culture, Foxen Boy. Redneck Weeb. Ready to be Isekai'd. Pre banter can still get you pregnant. Was there a pre banter? I don't know what that's referencing. What did oh, we God. say? What did we uh, say? We forget what we were say like almost immediately after we're done recording, especially the pre banters because they're terrible. Uh, <laughs> uh we, well, okay, then we have, Oi, Remy boy, can you give me your best guh and maybe peace at the same time, too? Thanks. I don't understand, but I guess there it is. Um, <laughs> is that another VTuber? Yeah. Or, motherfucker! Uh, Moe Trash. <laughs> Matthew, I listened to all the episodes before subscribing, and all I got was this lousy shout-out drum. Mahu no Pug Tears, Lonely Geek 23, Kitty, Juan Jaritos, Jax, Jacob Livingston, Jack of Spades, Ichigo Simp 15 Hwood. Hi, Monica here. Rem, please hang out with us uh, at my literature club and do a special episode about it. Hanekawa. Uh, people Michael are getting Dole. creative with their requests, it seems. Ghostly Bishi, Sean rapping Christmas carols is my religion and antidepressants. Farmer Weeb wants in Joey Wheeler. Hey, Yugs. Baka, baka, baka. Erica P. Devin McCutcheon. Darth Pikachu. Darkstorm713. Danny Morabito. Uh, Caiaphas Kane should be a living saint. Christian Crawford. Cheese Monkey, being the world's worst Joker week five, why did Joey go to the carnival to ride the Ferris Wheeler? <laughs> Daryl Bird, <laughs> Apostle of the Church of Remington, Anime Duck, Andrew Sinclair, Andrew Raoki, Elise Howard, 
and Alexander Nasian Senyo. Then we move on and uh, we reach the boy wizard tier, chilling at Hogwarts. And this time, you guys are all going to get one of the Harry Potter cast's favorite lines. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> Remington. How does he we... keep getting away with it? <laughs> he, sh- he shouldn't. Uh, the Brown Mamba, you are going to get uh, uh, Matthew Lewis, who played Neville Longbottom. His favorite line uh, was, why is it always me? Uh, relatable. Uh, the 13-year-old who listens to this shit show on the daily and wants Sean to do, wants Sean to do Given. Ah. I thought there was more, but there's not more. Yeah, um, no, that's the title of an anime. Don't worry about it. Cool. You are going to get Robbie Coltrane, uh, Hagrid, his favorite line. It's in Diagon Alley. And I say, uh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. There, there was some preamble to it. His, the line is, you're Harry Potter. You're the one who got away from you know who. What, what a great line, Robbie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel like he had some more iconic lines that might have, yeah. uh, but hey, you know. Uh, that film guy, you're going to get Bonnie Wright who played Ginny Weasley. Uh, her favorite line was when she said, good luck to Harry. Uh, <laughs> spicy long horizon is one of my how, favorite. Hold on, how accurate is this list? This real hot take. It is from the people, okay? Is it? Yes. Here, spicy long horizon, he's going to get, uh... He's going to get, Spicy Hot Take is going to get Emma Watson, who played Hermione's uh, line. We're finally going to get an iconic one. I'm going to go to bed before either of you come up with another clever idea to get us killed or worse, expelled. Hey, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Uh, Rare Nian Pasu, please watch Nan Nan Biori Kumiko. You are going to get uh, John Isaacs, who played Lucius Malfoy. Uh, His favorite line, it was an interaction. Uh, He improvised... To uh to a twelve year old Daniel Radcliffe, I hope Mr. Potter will always be around to save the day. Uh and little twelve year old Daniel Radcliffe improvised and just replied, Don't worry, I will be. What a nice what a what a great little twelve year old. Hmm. Pil- Pilkster the Simfo Gear advocate, you're going to get uh Rupert Grint, who played Ron Weasley. Uh he just loved saying bloody a lot. And I, I mean, yeah, I I guess. I guess. <laughs> MT the Poet, you are going to get uh, Tom Felton, who played Draco Malfoy. My father will hear about this. That's a good one right there. Miguel yeah. Delion, you're getting Michael Gambon, who played Professor Dumbledore. Um, it, it's when he uh, shows up as a ghost and says, Harry. <laughs> That's exactly how he says it. Uh, Harry. <laughs> he says it like he's having a stroke. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Remington. Was, was, uh, was that for MT or was it for Miguel? Uh, I think that was for MT. All right. Miguel Delion, you're getting Julie Walters, who played Mrs. Weasley. Her favorite line was, not my daughter, you bitch. Uh, Great nice line. End. It's a Great. good line. Um, Kazu Morocco. Ah, fuck. I, there are so fucking many, dude. Kazu Morocco, you have Sean's favorite line, which is... Fuck, don't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> God damn. Uh, uh, um, oh god, there's so many more boy wizards, dude. You picked a bad category, Remington. You pick. you finally done it. You finally picked an awful category that we might not be able to finish. Oh, uh, fuck. My favorite, one of my favorite lines, uh, the improvised, one of my favorite lines from the first, nope, second movie is, uh, one of, uh, Draco Malfoy's improvised lines where, uh, he says to a, a, uh, polyjuiced, uh, Harry, uh, or was it Ron? I can't remember which, uh, disguised as Crab and Goyle. I didn't know you could read. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good one. That's uh, a very I li- good one. 
I explained I live, it poorly because I was put on the spot. <laughs> I live in Ogden. Yes, that one. You have uh, Dylan's favorite Harry Potter line, which goes... You're fucking putting more editing on the man. Let him speak. Don't interrupt him, <laughs> Dylan. My favorite line is immediately prior to the Battle of Hogwarts when Seamus just starts chanting, ooh, ah, up the raw. Wow, that is a great line. <laughs> I called Bo- leave that blank just to spite you. You know that, right? I called Bodrew Daddy. You are going to get Daniel Radcliffe, who is definitely surveyed and questioned about this and that I'm not making up. Daniel Radcliffe, he loved that famous Harry Potter line. Damn, that's a big fucking dog, dude. You could have gone with your favorite line, you dipshit. <laughs> Hinata is a ball of sunshine. Oh, there's you more. You are going to get Alan Rickman, uh, who played Snape, his favorite line, which was, God, I fucking hate all these little shits around me. I wish they would just die. We all remember that iconic line. Enrique Perez Torres. I feel like you're putting some bad shit on Alan Rickman, and I won't stand for it. <laughs> Enrique Perez Torres. He is going to have God's favorite Harry Potter <laughs> As we all know, Big Potterhead, God. <laughs> Good old Yahweh, he can't stop that. that Him and his boy JC love Harry Potter. What are we talking and about? His his favorite line was, Ah, oh, Harry, you, you're fucked. Uh, and last but not least, dedicated sadist, you are going to get... Uh, my my favorite line, which is, Hey, Yugs, he's the cursed child over here. Fuck, man, oh, fuck. God. Oh, I'm God. sorry. To our $20 patrons, I am so sorry. Oh, Remington till... never apologizes, but I'm sorry. <laughs> just wait till you see what our $50 patrons get. Our Chef and Omusco tier, Corey in the house, chilling in the White House. Uh, you guys are all going to get a cursed finger. Uh, so uh, just, uh, I know we un- don't have more than ten, but still, Rem. Un- uncreative Cretan, you are going to get my right pinky finger, and that comes with uh with the curse of being vaguely itchy most of the time. Uh, Silicon oh. Spectre, <laughs> Silicon Spectre, you are going to get my my left pointer finger, and you are going to be cursed. Uh, with with very mild tinnitus. And, oh, that's, that's messed up. And to my dear old mother, uh, she is getting uh, a thumbs up, my, uh, my my right thumb, thumbs up, and she is getting the, the curse of always slightly overheating or underheating anything you put in the microwave, but never getting it perfectly. You be, you be. You would wish that on your own mother. <laughs> if you... Th- like to contact us whether it's for comment question feedback recommendation you can tweet us at anime con pod on twitter or send an email over onto anime out of context at gmail.com once again guys thanks so much for watching and as always don't fuck your sister fucking hell Well, joke's on y'all. I don't even need to try to be a cunt. It's in my bloodstream, baby. Hey, Yogs, baka, baka, baka. (laughs) 
oh, oh yeah, the action scenes where a character will do a move, and then they will do another move, and then they'll do another move, and then they'll do another move, and then the other character will do a move, and then they will do another move. A character will do a move, and then super move.